Hi everyone, I'm Allison. Welcome to Fibro Talks. I've created this platform to host a safe space for fibromyalgia sufferers to educate, to share, and learn more on how to make our lives easier. I invite you all to come in and share your stories, discoveries, as well as your challenges. We will talk about pain management, symptoms, caretakers, our conflicted relationships, and more on how to help the people in our lives help us proactively. You're not alone anymore, and I can't wait to share and learn much more. Let's get started. Hi everyone, I'm Allison. Welcome to Fibro Talks. I've created this platform to host a safe space for fibromyalgia sufferers, to educate, to share, and learn more on how to make our lives easier. I invite you all to come in and share your stories, discoveries, as well as your challenges. We will talk about pain management, symptoms, caretakers, our conflicted relationships, and more on how to help the people in our lives help us proactively. You're not alone anymore, and I can't wait to share and learn much more. Let's get started. Hi everyone, this is Allison and welcome to Fibro Talks. Yes, today is my very first podcast day. My very first. So welcome. I am beyond elated and I just I was thinking earlier, oh, what am I going to talk about today? And I said, well, let me just introduce myself. My name is Allison. I am a proud resident of the Bronx in New York City. I am 53 years old and I've suffered from fibromyalgia since forever, I would like to say, but I would say I was diagnosed in two 2008, you know, I was experiencing a lot of uh, physical pain, unexplained pain. Um, I couldn't keep up at work. I couldn't run down the stairs. I'm a teacher's assistant, um, kind of like a uh, a paraprofessional, if you will, uh, as far as... Uh, you know, occupation goes, and um, it was um, getting a little challenging for me. Uh, I was getting to work late. Um, I couldn't keep up with my partner as far as when we were out and about, you know. I couldn't walk fast. Um, I couldn't run for the bus. I was feeling uh, overwhelmed a lot. And um, it was just all over pain. 
And, you know, I always, and I will say since the age of 12, I suffered from osteoarthritis. Uh, to this day, uh, I, I want to think it's stress uh, overwhelmed my body, and, and that's probably why I suffered from that. I'm not a doctor, but, I mean, I've been around a minute, so I think that um, I just chalked it up to being arthritis and getting older, but it started a lot, like, at age 38, and I was like, what is going on? What is going on with me? And so I began to see the doctor and go to several specialists and everything was fine and it was really frustrating and it was really haunting me uh, almost weekly what do I have and why do I feel so terrible why can't I run anymore why am I always fatigued why this why that and then I think I think about 2008 I was diagnosed and of course I was happy that I finally had a name attached to whatever symptom I had but my mind didn't want to accept it because I wasn't always miserable it was just like it would be for a while and then I'd go into remission and so I remember distinctly talking to a young lady whose mom I knew and she kept telling me yeah my mom has fibromyalgia and I was like bing I have fibromyalgia too but she was telling me like horror stories about what her mother was going through and I was like gee uh, I don't have that I don't have those symptoms um, and I was like I have that but I don't have those symptoms and um, I guess I spoke too early. And um, at some point, uh, you know, I started developing. As the years went by, you know, it graduated in stages. And I began. Actually, I went into remission two years after that, believe it or not. 2010 was a very tough year for me. I had lost someone very dear to me, and I did become reclusive, but it was, I think it was more grief than anything. But um, for the next uh, years after I got, the years after I got diagnosed, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, for five years after I got diagnosed, that's when it really like came in full throttle. And uh, I was working part-time. I was working part-time. In the evenings, uh, teaching in an after-school. And I couldn't, I couldn't even get to work on time. You know, I was always 10 or 15 or 5 minutes late. Uh, I always had to take a cab to work. There were times where I was having a panic attack on the way to work and would turn around and go to the hospital. There was a hospital a few blocks away and instead of going to work, I would go to the hospital. And I was like, Jesus Lord, I finally get a job, you know, in a setting I'm enjoying, I love kids. 
and here I am, I'm going to screw it up. And I worked the whole year. Uh, I think, you know, what had to do a lot with me being active with fibromyalgia, I lost a lot of weight. I think that was helpful. I lost a lot of weight, but the pain was still there sometimes. And it got worse as the job got more stressful. And um, that year, yeah, I didn't return to work the following year. I actually volunteered to work the summer program. Why, I do not know. Oh, yeah, I remember. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to pay for a gym. (laughs) And I didn't want to keep gaining weight because I was starting to gain some weight slowly. And I was like, what am I going to do two months out at home? I was going to go on vacation. And I said, oh, I don't need two months. Let me just go to the summer program at work. Boy, was I sorry. I almost dropped dead a couple of times. (laughs) That was a doozy. And I didn't return to work in September. I did not, and I haven't been to work since. And it is now the year 2001. And this was 2000... September 2013, yeah, and so, you know, I didn't attempt to get another job because I was like, well, now it's getting nitty-gritty over here, and I'm going to have to find out what I have to do next, and I've been in, I don't want to say treatment because I believe in holistic medicine, so I was not down to take conventional medicine that might be you know might or might not be good for me but I just I don't agree with natural with uh, conventional medicine and so I've kind of I was you know slow I slowed down till about 215 I was okay 2015 I did a trip to Florida for five days. Uh, A good friend was sick and I went to visit. And the airplane ride was not good for me. The cabin pressure was hard on my brain. And, um, And I came back, oh, and I had a, I had two beers. I don't really drink beer, but I had beer and wine, you know, I guess, you know, I was a guest, so I was offered that, and I said, hey, I'll drink it. Boy, was I sorry. I can no longer drink liquor. It's like poison to my body, and um, five days was all I could do, and I couldn't even walk. It was terrible. The, The plane ride sucked the life out of me, and the alcohol as well. And so I returned, and uh, I just started getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And But I wasn't doing too bad. I was still walking around come 2017. At the end of 2017, I want to say Christmas of 2017, uh, 2017, I was still walking, cleaning the house as best as I could, you know? It wasn't perfect, but it was, you know, I was getting by. I was... And then um, something happened between 2018 and now. Oh, yeah. Um, I just had a lot of changes in my life. You know, I was 
uh, just taking on more uh, worries than I should have. Uh, my dad was diagnosed with cancer. My mother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Uh, an ex-husband or ex-fiance needed a place to stay. And, you know, we we really weren't meant to be roommates. And that just did not help my health at all because I was constantly hypervigilant and stress and um, just uncomfortable. And I got worse. And as I got worse, you know, this person didn't want to leave me alone. But I, you know, I want to say that the, the, you know, they were the ones kind of exacerbating my condition. And they thought they were helping, but they weren't. And they were struggling with a crisis as well. So I was trying to be understanding. And it just, like, took the last bit out of me. And I stopped walking. I stopped walking. And um, it was a challenge. It was a challenge. And then COVID hit. And that just was just piloting piling it on and well what I want to say is that um in closing I'm gonna say that if you are suffering from fibromyalgia do not take on anybody's problems do not accept do not tell a friend you could help them do not have people around you that are toxic or it will just add to your worries. Do eat clean. Protect your mental health. It's so important to protect your mental health. So important. You know. And um, have a schedule. And um, try to stick to it as much as you can. I want to say in closing that... Um, it's been a long journey, especially from 2017 to now. It's been a long, hard three and a half years. And I want to say that um, I learned to love myself. And I had to cha- take charge of my life again. Because um, when you are isolated in a space in your home you might feel safe but um, it really starts changing you and I want you to understand that it's always important to interact with people it's always important to be part of some community uh, in whatever fashion or shape you can be you know hobbies or church or even online church or, you know, stuff, you know, learning, interacting with people is very important while you're going through something. And, you know, meditate to the, meditate or pray to whatever your higher power is. That has been the, 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 
that has been what has grounded me and has kept me semi-sane because I've had a couple of breakdowns, especially during COVID. And so I just want to say that I'm excited that I finally did my first podcast with you all and I can't wait to hear back from you guys and maybe we have relatable stories maybe I can help you maybe you can help me and just welcome thank you so much I'm excited to go forward with you guys okay happy Monday thank you